So hello, it's episode four of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. I'm Mike. Howdy, I'm Al. I'm Anton. Hello. Now you've had the formal greetings, because I didn't think we've done that yet, so I thought it was nice just to kind of go, hey, this is me, and this is just in case. It's a know. nice way of doing it. It's yes. a very nice way of doing it, although I feel mine wasn't formal enough. <laughs> Hello, I am Mr. This is my national insurance number, <laughs> date of yeah, birth, just yeah, give out pro- all the information. Pr- probably best we don't do that. I mean, you know, that could be episode 17 if uh, we get enough people listening. Well, we could check if people are listening by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's not do that. Uh, By the way, before we get started, because we have got lots to talk about today, just a reminder, we are on Twitter and please do tweet us and say hello to us, interact, tell us what you like about the podcast, what kind of things you'd like on the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast. Tell us how you get on with the quiz as well, because at the moment it's 2-1 to Anton. We'll be doing that a little bit later on in today's podcast as well. Yeah, I'm going to hopefully bring that back today. And instead of just telling us, why don't you go on iTunes and give us some reviews and tell everybody else how much you love the podcast. Yeah. Or, if you don't like it, just shh. Yeah, just just don't download it next week and download something else. But please do uh, leave a review if you are enjoying the show, because we are doing this uh, because we love the Switch no other reason. We're not monetizing this in any way at the moment. You know, obviously it's very early days. So anything like that really does help us out. And um, we would love to um, get us in more people's ear holes. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And if you've got any news stories, obviously it's like tweet them at us and we can potentially talk about them on the next episode. Absolutely. Fun. It would be very fun. Also, we will be looking at talking to some developers in the future as well of uh, different games that are coming out on the Switch. And with that, I think it's the right time to move on and talk about this week's news. Tell us that people want to know. So, first of all, in the news, Mortal Kombat 11. Tell us about this, Anton. What's happening? Yeah, so there has been some confusion, but surprisingly, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming to the Nintendo Switch, which... Uh, again, kind of a more mature title, third party. Um, there's been some confusion because nobody seems seems to be able to agree on whether or not it's releasing on the same day as the other games, uh, the other ports, or a different day. But we're getting it, uh, which is exciting because there's we're so hungry for those third party ports. Have any of you played any of the recent Mortal Kombat's yourselves? Uh, I haven't played any of the recent Mortal Kombat's. I played the classic Mortal Kombat's, of course. I think I played the classic Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was about the last one I played. Well, I think one and two. I think two was, was a big title, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah, I was more Street Fighter and Tekken. Yeah, I, I probably was more Street Fighter, to be honest. But, um, no, I, I think this is great because what's really cool about this is the fact we're getting this at the same time, whether that's delayed or not, as other games. And I think we need more of that. I think, for example, um, what's the... the Dragon Builders, not Dragon Build, Dragon Quest. Dragon Mm -hmm. Quest, that's another example of a game that is coming out on the Switch, but we're being made to wait for it because they haven't optimised it yet or whatever. And this goes back to that life cycle thing, I think, of games that now we're starting to see more games coming out at the same time or within the same window because they started their life cycle after the Switch was actually a physical thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as well as that, I think finally getting these third-party games releasing on the same day will give us a better idea of the kind of switch as a landscape for third-party titles. So I know back in the Wii U era, I think it was uh, that Need for Speed game Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they released that, EA said, oh, the game sold really poorly on Wii U, but they released it a year and a bit later. So I'm kind of seeing signs that it's like, oh, Wolfenstein didn't sell that well on Switch. It's like, 
Yeah, but they released it six months later and everybody kind of played it by then. So I think getting these kind of titles in time will actually get a better judgment of how the Switch is for third party. Yeah, well, everything I've seen suggests that it's coming out on the same day, which I think is the 23rd of April. Mm. Um, and I haven't seen anything suggesting that the Switch is going to be any later than the PlayStation or the Xbox. Well, that'd be great. I mean, the, the problem, going back to your point there, Anton, I think the problem is that a lot of people still have two main consoles. So they might have a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox one or whatever and also a switch so a lot of these games people have played or they've bought them already or they're getting them for a third of the price and they're going i'll go for the ps4 version uh, the switch version for me if it's a day one and there isn't a huge amount of difference in the in the, the games I'm, i don't care about a little bit of graphical gl- glitchiness well no i do care about glitchiness but i don't care about <laughs> i don't care if it's not quite as as smooth and and 1080 and 60 frames per second all the time that's not mm-hmm. a huge concern um, I would go with the Switch day one, and I think a lot of Switch owners feel the same. So hopefully this is a sign of things to come. Yeah, portability absolutely wins out, hands down. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I feel very strong about the, the same way, that being able to pick it up, take it away with you, trumps graphics any day. But I do wonder if that's a generational thing. I don't know if it's because you and I grew up with well, consoles that didn't have such great graphics. I don't know what mm. younger uh, younger folk feel about that these days. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, for me, graphics... Um, you know, at the end of the day, a game, uh, you know, to be philosophical about it, a game is only as good as the gameplay, no matter how good it looks, you know, and, and I think that um, that a lot of the a lot of the titles that we're seeing now on the Switch as well, to be honest, there's not a huge difference. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I've seen some comparison shots and some of them, yes, okay, there is, there is a, you know, you can see there's a clarity issue or there's maybe not as much detail in the background or whatever. But I think generally, um, Anton, it's pretty much, it's pretty much there and yeah. thereabouts. Because even in the case of myself, it's like, um, I have like a fairly decent PC and for like games like Doom and stuff like that, it's like I can play them on like decent settings and I have played them, but it's like maybe play like one or two hours of them and then it's like life comes in and then I'm moving along and I I don't pick them up. But Switch games, it's like, take Sonic Mania, I'm like on my fifth playthrough of that just because (laughs) I can pick it up and it's there in the game and even stuff like... My PS4, it's like, oh, I have to turn on the TV, switch the inputs, and then yeah, I have to go yeah. in there, and then there's 50 updates. And it's just like, nah, nah, I'll just, I'll just wander around in Breath of the Wild and pick up berries. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, moving on to a, a, another bit of news that's just come in the last the last couple of days, actually. We know that we're, we're going to get pretty much every Final Fantasy title, apart from the ones we're not getting, but we won't talk about those. But we are getting a lot of Final Fantasy in 2019. And Final Fantasy X, X2 HD Remaster, and what's that number? Uh, X11, that'd be 12. 12. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I yeah. thought it was, just in case I made a fool of myself. <laughs> I made a fool of myself by asking, but never mind. Um, so, XII, uh, they're all going to be re- uh, released physically in Europe as well, which is great news. One little note, though uh, Final Fantasy X2 HD is going to be released physically, but it's it's kind of, it's going to be a download code in a box, basically. But good news. Mm. We'll call it a hybrid uh, physical copy. There you go. Yeah. It's a new phrase. We just coined it. Fakical. <laughs> Tell you, I'm actually really excited about this because I, I've always liked the idea of the Final Fantasy yeah. games. Mm-hmm, I've played mm-hmm. a few of them. I Final Fantasy X, I think, is the one I got the furthest in. I nearly completed it, and for whatever reason, didn't. And the fact I can go back and play this in HD on the Switch, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Anton, have you delved into the Final Fantasy world uh, over the years? See, the thing is with the Final Fantasy games is I've tried out a couple of them, and they've all been wildly different because. Every time they do a new one, they're like, yep, for Final Fantasy XII, it's going to be nothing like Final Fantasy XI or X. <laughs> so yeah. I've tried 13 and I've tried 4. 
one of them was 2D top down and one of them was like an action RPG. So I have no idea what I'd be signing myself up for, but I'm really intrigued to try out uh, the kind of PS1 games like Final Fantasy VII. People seem to really love that game and I feel like by not playing it and just saying that and admitting that right now, there's many people that are getting very angry. <laughs> so um, yeah. I think Switch is going to be a good old console to give it a go because for I don't know about your we always come back to this but RPGs on the go it's the definitive way and that was how I played Final Fantasy 4 it was like I could go in there slay a couple monsters level up a bunch and then move on yeah so how about yourself Mike have you played any of the Final Fantasy games well my brother was a huge fan of all the Final Fantasy I think he played them all um pretty much all the way through from the, the PlayStation 1 era onwards I don't think he played the very early ones but certainly the PS1 onwards um and I was always intrigued by it, but a lot of it comes down to that same element of time and, and how much investment you need to put into a game. And, and um, you know, for me, I think this is the perfect way to, to do it. And I'm going to be very much like you, Anton. I'm going to I'm going to go for one of these. I don't know which one because they are different. I think that's one of the beauties of Final Fantasy is that you're supposed to be able to play any of them and not have to worry too much about the over overlying story arc because it's you know, you can play it within itself as well. So I'm going to I'm gonna play one. I don't know which one. I'm kind of looking for recommendations, to be honest. Mm. I'm intrigued by 10 because I know that Al has some experience playing 10. So that's, yeah, that's one that's intriguing. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of that. Actually, it's 7 out. I don't think 7 is out in the Switch. But we have a friend, Mike and I have a mutual friend, who has played 7 on I think just about every platform that's ever been released on multiple times. Really? Who's this? Uh, that's Ian. insane. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah he's but played okay. it many, many, many times. But wow. I'll tell you, there's, there's one... There's one little bit that's niggling me about this release. Do you know how much they're charging for the physical releases of these? Uh, these very old games. I, I, it's going to be it's going to be upwards of forty pounds. Yeah, it's forty five quid. Well, forty four ninety nine. That yeah, that makes you go. Because even then, they they ported them to the PS Vita a couple of years ago, and I remember when they did that in the PS4, and I remember back then they were only like thirty pound ports or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so this is an issue. A switch isn't it? tax coming in. Yeah, I think we are. It is something I would like to see addressed. I don't mind paying slightly over for an older game. I don't mind that. So if Saints Row the Third comes in at £30, fine, I'll pay that because I'm going to get the benefit of the portable. I'm going to play it. What I don't really like is £45. You're, you're mm. paying a premium price for a game that yeah, is... Yeah, that's a that's newly developed game kind of territory. That's where, I mean, let's put it this way. They have spent years releasing these games over and over again. They've more than made up the money that went into them initially and the cost of porting them. This... It just doesn't feel quite right. Even it, it probably is worth it. Don't get me wrong. The games are amazing games. They are probably worth £45, but it does make me squirm a little bit mm. thinking how much they're charging for them. Um, I'm with you on that. Uh, one game that will definitely be full, full price when it's finally released. And there's a lot of excitement about this. There's a new trailer came out just the other day as well. It's Yokei Watch or Yokai Watch, depending on your pronunciation, both of which were probably terrible. Uh, so this is number four <laughs> in the series and it's supposed to be quite different on the switch to previous iterations my uh my wife played the last one on the 3ds on a 2ds but on the 3ds and that's uh, not confusing at all well exactly there there we go (laughs) for weird iterations of consoles eh? um but yeah i absolutely loved it spent lots of hours on it um I'm quite looking forward to this. I like what I've seen in the trailer. Uh, they're trying to... I think you were saying, Anton, they're trying to get it away from the kind of Pokemon-type comparisons. Yeah, it's, I, I won't lie. I was really impressed going into this trailer because I think I've got the first game and I've never tried it. But I kind of knew when I was picking it up. It's like, yeah, this is Pokemon-esque in its styling and its universe and the gameplay. But And when I saw this, I was kind of just like... Saw the trailer 
go up for a Yokai Watch 4, I was like, oh, we're going to get a little bit more of like maybe the Let's Go style games. But the amount of time they've pl- they've clearly put in time trying to like evolve the franchise, it looks closer to almost like a Dragon Quest monster hunter and the massive scale battles and the unit like the town. It looks really intriguing that they're kind of taking time to innovate, and especially in a franchise that's had so many sequels back to back. It's it's got me intrigued. It's interesting how many of these games we've got on the way. Like I don't mean this this game specifically but we have a lot of big titles like this potentially on the way so we've got um have you seen have either of you seen town or the trailer for town no tell me it's a bell but i've yeah. forgotten well it's a working title and it's all it's an rpg all based around one town mm, um, i know yeah the big one developer by... who's the developer again it's, it's um game freak the people that make pokemon that's right yeah so so this is really interesting because they're coming away from the pokemon world and to go into doing something totally different without the shackles of having to keep it Pokemon, then that could be quite interesting as well. So we've got that, we've got this. Uh, there's a, there's a Dragon Quest as well, which which we know we're going to get at some point this year. You know, there's there's quite a mm-hmm. few, um, and that's that's the, well, it's the tip of the iceberg, really. So having yeah. never played any of the, the Yokai Watch games before, what what are they? I mean, is it you're saying it's a bit like Pokemon, but it's not Pokemon? Oh. Have you guys, have either of you, actually played them? I know. Your wife has, but did you ever dip into it, or did you uh, see her doing it? Only the very start of yeah. the of of the game, and you start in a little village, and I think from what I remember, you battle and you collect little characters. Is that right? Is that kind of along the? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think back. I think it's like kind of like you can see these characters, and it's kind of like almost like a persona kind of thing. Like they're attached. Oh, don't to say people. persona. Don't say that. <laughs> persona. Who said persona? Talking about persona. Persona five. Is I, it coming? Right we don't it's know. Part of a, well, I'm right. I think this is part of a wider um, world. There's movies and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. tied into this franchise. I think in Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. Oh, they've got the a live action TV show, kind of like Pokemon. That was kind of they announced the TV show and uh, the games in unison. So I think. Uh, it's a real franchise push because I remember when they announced it, it was like they had toys announced, they had the game announced, they had the TV show announced. So it's a whole big ordeal. <laughs> Actually, can I, if I can just do a very quick uh, sort of sideways step second, I know we we have yeah. not got this in the script. I'm just kind of winging it here, wing um, away. Uh, do you guys see? You know they're bringing out this the Pikachu, the what's called the Pokemon movie, the uh, mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu. Detect- yes. Pikachu. Have you seen? They now think the next two movies are already in development for uh, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Really? Yeah, live wow. action CGI type stuff, combination, same idea. I think in the same world as Detective Pikachu. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not hugely surprising in that I think, you know, this is the way that... Well, how long have we had movie tie-ins with games? Years and years. But usually they've been terrible. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Super Mario Brothers, say no more. <laughs> Street Fighter. I mean, wasn't Kylie Minogue in that? Yeah, there was some Mortal Kombat. I mean, we're going back, but yeah. Yeah, I know, but, but, it, but the good thing about it now is that because of CGI being so much better than it was... Um, or whether you love what you've seen of the trailer of Pokemon uh, po- uh, Pikachu or not, um, or Sonic the Hedgehog, if you've seen oh, that, uh, I mean, to be I only looked at the uh, trailer for Pikachu earlier on today. It's the first time I've seen it. And oh, thought, really? Oh, but weird. I like the idea of the Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue, particularly there's some really cool images doing rounds on the internet yeah. of uh, artists yeah. real lifing Pokemon. I'm very excited about this, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It might be a massive disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to topic. Yeah, I think uh, no, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what does come of it, and I think we'll um, watch this space when it comes to the movie side of it. The 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 yokai watch 
the series I don't think is ever going to go much further than than Japan. I don't think um, in terms of it being westernized. I don't see that. But hmm. I think in terms of a game. It's a welcome addition, and I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun with this game. And I, I love the fact that they've done something a bit different. And fair play to them for for trying to be a bit creative with their next yeah. title. I don't know about you, I the thing I find fascinating about Switch is we're finding a lot of games that would have just been handheld exclusive making the leap to console, and it's kind of fascinating to see mm. how these games are translating. So you okay, watch when the first one came out. If you said we would be getting a big triple a release on console i wouldn't have believed it and same no. with pokemon seeing a full-scale pokemon on the go it's fascinating it's kind of yeah. weird to see how they're kind of adapting them for larger screens yeah they're they're merging their handhelds in their uh, home consoles it's going back to this this same conversation we've had a couple of times yeah i was just having a quick look uh we haven't got a release date for this yet some yeah. point 2019 we've just got the trailer dropped well, yeah. a couple of days ago if, uh, if that but uh, no release date so we'll keep you up to date ah yes now, we have the list of the most played Switch games in Europe of 2018. Nintendo have revealed exactly what are in the top 20. Well, actually, it's it's 21, technically, which seems an odd number to have as a list, but here we are. Mm. Uh, number one... Uh, well, Anton, we should guess, we should guess. I, I'm going to... I was, I was about to guess. <laughs> Anton, number one, what do you think it, it was? Or do you know? Oh, no, I know. Um, oh. I, it wasn't what I protected. Um, would you have seen this game... Up here at number one. Well, All right. I've now seen the list. It's not what I thought. I I was going to guess The Legend of Zelda. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not the number one. I would have probably gone with uh, Zelda or, or Odyssey. But yeah. it's neither From, of those. They're, they're two and three. Will I reveal? Yeah, go for it. Number yeah. one, Fortnite. Do you know why uh, we why I didn't realise that? Because we're not 16. <laughs> hey, now listen. I actually think <laughs> to give Fortnite its due... Uh, I've played. I played a bit of it, and it's really difficult. Like, mm. it, it, I think you have to have a special kind of coordination to build stuff and fight people at the same. It's too much for me. Like, yeah. my brain just can't cope with both. Like, I, I, I really like Paladins. Like, Paladins is is one of my favorite go to quick shooter games on the Switch. It's great. It's free to play if you if you didn't buy the starter pack. I did buy the starter pack, and I, I played it lots as well. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy it. Yeah, you got um, me playing that. I, I think Paladins is brilliant as well, I, to the point I, where I paid for the game too. Yeah, and I'm going to go back and actually play a bit more because they, they actually keep updating stuff and bringing new stuff in. Warframe as well, there's another free one that is just fantastic. But Fortnite, interesting thing about that is that it's just really, really difficult to do the building mm. and the, the fighting people off and trying to be the last one standing. It's it's great. I think it's fantastic for a, for a free game, but not what I would have expected at number one. Yeah, I won't lie. For, personally, for me, I was really expecting Pokemon Let's Go to be up there. And I'm kind of curious. Uh, in the listing, they've classed Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee as separate titles. I'm kind of curious how high it would have been without uh, the two well. separate releases. If you've got, there are eight and nine, right? So just to very quickly give you a couple of the, I mean, they're all highlights, but you've got Splatoon 2 at number four, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Mario Kart Deluxe at five. Then it's FIFA 19 at six, which surprises me because Mm. most FIFA owners that I know that have a second console will play it on the PlayStation 4 or or the Xbox One or whatever. Yeah, but that'll be bolstered. I mean, I know a couple of guys who've got kids that are around about the 10 mark where Mm. they have a PlayStation house, but they mostly sit and play their Switches. They they both sit and play FIFA. It'll be bolstered by that generation. Yeah, fair enough. And then we've got Minecraft. Then it's Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee 8 and 9. So I think you're right. I think if you combine those, it would be a lot higher on the list. Then... Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which has yep. just made it into the top 10, which I've I've still to 
to not to not to finish. I'm not even going to say finish. I've still to spend more than five hours on because it's. I mean, that is a lot of investment and a lot of time. Um, but it, but everything I read about it is 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 great. Then you've got Skyrim, then Rocket League, then it's Mario and Rabbids, uh, which doesn't surprise me because yeah. that game has been around for a while and it it, it gets great reviews. And it's got um, a lot of content. It's like not a light game by like Nintendo standards for like a Mario game. Quite yeah. long. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the highest kind of indie, um, what are they indie? Well, certainly one of the, what I would class as indie, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, but Stardew Valley is at number 15. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's that's interesting, but not surprising. Cause well, it's, actually, yeah. number 18 is surprising me. Number 18 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, but I suspect it's just because it only came out at the year end, because mm-hmm. Nintendo are hailing that as one of their greatest sales successes. I know they sold 5 million of them in December, which is not a small number, to yeah. be honest. It'll just surely be because of time. Surely it's just the lack yeah, of time. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting list. Um, what would not- you say is the most surprising game for yourself? What was the one title that came off? It's like, really? That's On this there? list? Uh, yeah. I, Dragon, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, because it comes in at 16, and whilst I think it's got a massive fan base, um, there is. it's not got the core audience of... Zelda or Mario mm-hmm. so that surprised me that that was quite so high up um, but I can kind of understand it as well because they've got quite a, a fanatical following for anything yeah. uh, to do with Dragon Ball so you've got that uh, I think I'll- the one that surprises me the most is probably um, Skyrim only coming in at number 11 because uh, it's got such a there was such a huge fanfare about it coming out mm-hmm. it's got such a massive base of people that love that game but mm-hmm. maybe they've all played it and most people haven't that's, that's the again. problem isn't it I mean I've bought it to play for the first time even though I've probably bought it on every console previously <laughs> and I will play it on the Switch but that's again going yeah. back to that portability yeah. thing but uh, yeah I can see I can see where you're coming from um, but I think 11 for me is about right Mm. Anton? I think, yeah, I think the thing with Elder Scrolls is so many people have bought it already and paying, like, £45 for a game that came out in 2010. It's kind of like what we're seeing recently with the the ports. It's it's quite a lot to ask for. Personally, for me, the weirdest one, Pokemon Quest. I never heard anyone say a thing about that game. It just kind of popped up in the eShop one day. Yeah, the only reason I know anything about it, I played it on my iPhone. And uh, to be fair, it it was a good, fun game on my iPhone, but I wouldn't want to play it on my Switch. Pokemon Quest, is, did you play Go? On no, your... no, no, Pokemon Quest. Do you get that on the iPhone as well? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a very good game, but it's it's one of these ones that's very, very simple. You pick your three Pokemon, you go for a wander around a level, you destroy some other Pokemon and you get XP and you level up and you get hmm. to the end of the story. Well, but it's 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 not complicated. It's well, it's interesting. Cool if, you, if you look at the list, you've got quite a few free-to-plays on there. So you've got Paladins and you've got Pokemon Quest. I think there's another one in there as well, which I'm not seeing at the moment. Fortnite, of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that has a lot to do with it. I think the fact that people on the Switch are, some people are being quite particular about the types of games that they're, they're buying, whereas these are free-to-play. So that's probably what's um, helped their standings, but it's interesting to see. I think I think we're going to see a very different list this year. I think I think it's going to be an interesting year. I think it'll be a lot harder pr- to predict as well because we've got a lot of titles on the way. I wonder how many of those uh, titles will still be on the list. I mean, that would be really fascinating yeah, to see good point. whether things like Odyssey and Zelda are actually still in there or if they completely drop off it. All right, this time next year, we'll be millionaires. No, we won't. We'll be deciding whether or not that list has any any of the same titles. All right, moving on then. Uh, there's some news about the sales of hardware, of Switch hardware. What's this all about, Alistair? Uh, yeah, so Nintendo have uh, released some sales numbers and it's both good news and bad news. Okay. So uh, the bad news, in inverted commas, the Switch isn't doing as well as the Wii. Okay. 
still being exceeded well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at this point hard, in the uh, Wii's yeah. life cycle, it had sold uh, 3.94 million more units than the Switch. But the Wii had the motion control thing and mm-hmm. it was all new. Your and granny bought it and Andy bought it. And yeah, yes, literally everybody yeah, had a Wii. So yeah. it's, it's a it's not exactly a direct comparison. So Nintendo came out saying, oh yes, it's, it's doing very well, but not as well as the Wii. And at the same time, and in pretty much the same breath, they said, but the sales figures are fantastic and they're the best sales figures we've had for any or software sales figures, I should say, for any console ever that we've released. Right. So I imagine they're probably sitting back and rubbing their hands with glee because they probably make more money on software than they do on hardware releases. Hmm. Interesting. Because yeah. theoretically, all the cost is in the development and then printing it is just, what, nothing? To, if it's digital and then like $10 per game, whereas a console, mm. half, if not a majority of that, money's like just in hardware. Yeah, I mean, they probably weren't making anything when they first launched the uh, the Switch, or a very, very small margin. That'll creep up over time as the hardware costs come down. But yeah, the vast majority of the money will be in software. Mm. And um, I do find it interesting to... Well, I would love to know. They've not given us a breakdown, at least not that I can find. But I would love to know how much of that is made up from major titles bringing in the big 45, 50 pounds per time, and how much of it is from the indies on the store that are bringing in four quid a time. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I mean, certainly I think that there's a lot on the store. That's what I will say. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a lot of bloat. Yeah. And to be honest, I've heard this argument before about quality over quantity. But actually, if there's something on there for everyone, um, it's not doing any harm. I think what they could do is look at ways to kind of filter things a little better. I think, think, you know, we will. That's one thing I do want to see on the Switch. And we should have mentioned this last week. I would love to see that this year there to be some uh, upgrades in terms of the interface. I would like to see some wallpapers, for example. The fact we've Hmm. got black or white at the moment, that's not an awful (laughs) lot. That shouldn't be too hard to ask. Uh, The eShop as well, I'd like to see... um, I think it works okay, the eShop, but I would like to see more. I'd like to see a bit more customization and and ways to kind of filter out what you do and don't want. I know you can do that, but it's not... Well, a bit of personalization would be quite useful. I'm not a big fan yeah. of it generally, but actually, if it said, hey, you've played this game a lot, here's some other games you might enjoy because people mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. bought this one have played mm-hmm. other games. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Yeah, because yeah, I know like, even on platforms like Steam, they have the queue, which is actually a really useful feature. And let's say you finish your new game and you're like, I have a void to fill. You can just go in there and click away and I'll have like curated collection, which is actually yeah. a really useful feature. That's quite. That's potentially a good idea, um, but we will see. We will see if they do actually make any changes. Uh, one more item on the news agenda today, and it's a very, very happy birthday! Happy birthday to oh, that would be Smash Brothers, the franchise. Ooh, Smash Yay! Bros. Happy birthday! I'm not going to sing. I oh, can't believe. Twenty years. That's yeah, I can't believe years. that. Oh, it doesn't feel what? like 20 years. It came out on the uh, N64. I, I had mm-hmm. it. I, I think I got it when it first came out. Yeah. I really enjoyed it at the time. I've just not played it since. I really want to. <laughs> my uh, my little brother's friend had the GameCube with... Or was it the N64 that was the Pokemon one with Pikachu on it? What was that? Oh, yeah, head? it was blue. It was a blue one yeah, with Pokemon yeah, yeah, I remember that. With Pikachu's head. Was that was that an N64 or a GameCube? That was an, an N64. N64. Well, that's the first one I played it on then, N64. <laughs> so it would have been the very first... Uh, If you ask me, still the golden age of Nintendo. Well, I mean, that's up for debate because maybe the Switch will be seen as the golden age for Nintendo in 10 years. It could usurp it, but I'm going to cling tight Mm. to my N64. Well, 20 years. Have you have you spent any more time on the new one, Anton? This time last week, you were saying you haven't. I have. I think I've put like less than two hours into it. 
Ah. Man, can't with the program. You said it was a great game. <laughs> it, it, it's such a good game in terms of like, there's so much content in there, but I just can't get my hands around the controls. And it's just uh, like, why? Stick it in the post. <laughs> so I want to love here. it because we'll there's so much content. Yeah. <laughs> I know how you feel. I did the same with the uh, Wii U version. I, I bought it. Um, and I spent probably the same amount of time as you, Anton, which is pathetic, because that doesn't mm. give you any right to say that you can't play it, because you've only spent two hours on it, and these yeah. games take a lot longer. And then I ended up selling it, which is awful, and I feel ashamed, but there we are. Let's move on. Let's talk about some rumours. Before we get burnt down <laughs> at the stake for not Absolutely. loving Smash Bros and the heresy. <laughs> I know, our listenership has just reduced any uh, any... Any Smash Brothers fans that are listening have just decided that no. Also, do we refer to it as Smash Brothers, Smash Bros? Is there an official way? I mean, it is Smash Bros, technically, isn't it? Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I can't do that. It's Smash Brothers. It's got to be Smash Brothers. It's like the Mario Brothers. You don't talk about the Mario Bros. Well, it's Sunday, bro. so we can give them their <laughs> Sunday name, Brothers. Hmm. See, it's what What do you call Super Mario Bros? Because I call it Super Mario Bros, so it's like for Smash Bros. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm Super are, Mario Bros. You... Yeah, Brothers all the way. Really? I'm pretty yeah. sure the cartoon was a Super Mario Brothers. That's just because we're old, Anton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of your newfangled abbreviations. Right, moving on to rumours. Uh, first of all, tell us about this, Anton. This is interesting. This is Wii Games on the NVIDIA Shield. Now, you talked last ah, week yes. about something similar, but tell us more. So, um... As Mike alluded to, uh, on a previous episode, we talked about how um, in the agreement for Nintendo to use NVIDIA parts in the, NVIDIA sh- uh, in the Nintendo Switch, uh, N- NVIDIA has the rights to port Nintendo games to the NVIDIA Tegra tablet in China because Nintendo doesn't make consoles in China. And currently, we've known about a few games that have had this treatment. However, information that came to a light is... Since NVIDIA are just really smart and they work in DPI with their new RTX GPUs and etc. They've made an algorithm, an AI, which has been porting the Nintendo games over to the NVIDIA Tegra tablet. But most importantly, has been upscaling the games to HD, making them widescreen, uh, just generally taking off, just making it a more pleasant experience. And the results have been really surprising because uh, I think they did it with Twilight Princess is a good example of it where it had a Wii, a Wii U port, a GameCube port and all that. And what they found is the port of the Wii game, or I think they may be porting the GameCube one, mm. but anyway, that doesn't really matter. The port of the Wii game has had better graphics than the port they did to the Wii U, which was done by hand, which is remarkable because this means theoretically when the time comes for Wii games to come to Switch, uh, if that does come, of course, we could have them coming at a really rapid rate if they're able to just have an algorithm that's spitting them out at speed. Wow, um, so robots are taking over the world. Is that what we're saying? Basically. They're Skynet. taking their jabs! <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because, as you said, it could open the doors of the floodgates of more ports, which mm-hmm. I don't actually mind, potentially, if they're done really well. Uh, which, to be fair, I don't think, actually think any of the ports that I've played have been done badly, other than uh, Lego City Underground, which uh, which yeah. I love the game. And, and I loved mm-hmm. it on the Switch. Generally, it was better, but there were some bugs that... And as the game went on, I mean, we both completed it. 
at different times and the bugs as you go on it was yeah, getting it silly horrendous, didn't it? <laughs> I was like come on <laughs> stop losing my hair every time I play a level that's what happened you went bald in but my yeah, version but if you're going to port over it's a really good quality first uh, party games like Zelda and, mm, that, mm, yeah. and they're coming across in HD and they're coming thick and fast I'm, I'd love that yeah because it yeah. gives you choice and uh, the price point is the sticking point you know that's mm-hmm. that's where it has to be realistic you know yeah. but, um, but, but yeah bring, bring these classic games still whole new generation uh, of gamers Admittedly, though, no Nintendo. Look at the the Nintendo Entertainment System. Those are literally just drag and drop ROMs on there, and they're just like slipping them out. It's like, yeah, you can have one, you can have one ROM oh, for I the know. month, and it's just like you're literally doing nothing to port them. Admittedly, the special editions, you know, they put some time into them. Yeah, but just the raw games, I'm like, you've done nothing to this. You're just drip feeding these old 8-bit game stuff. Yeah, I saw we had Zelda 2 just this week as well yeah, and yeah. Um, the, oh, the other one oh, which we already have a new version. Blastmaster. Blastmaster, which we've got a different version of already on the store anyway. And Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cool games. They're great games. But mm-hmm, they're also of a generation and come on, SNES games shouldn't be too much to ask, right? Yeah. I, I would have expected... Like, if before the Nintendo Switch came out and all that, and we're like, yep, we're going to have the service that gives you the Nintendo back catalogue. I would have expected up to, like, N64 or maybe the GBA. Like, mm-hmm, that doesn't mm-hmm. sound too hard to ask for, especially since no. we had that on the Wii. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, surely, let's let's get with the times, please. Right, we're going to move on. We're actually going to move on to the quiz, because I've just looked at our time, and I know we we're going to talk about Celeste because you've been playing it, but I'm going to give you another week, Anton, to finish oh. Celeste. There's your okay. challenge. No worries. Uh, and I know oh. you've been playing it because I log on at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> God, that's an old term. I log on to my Switch at one a.m. <laughs> and see that Anton is uh, is playing Celeste. I, so. I find it so funny. No matter what day, I can log on at like maybe anywhere from twelve to one, and it's like Mike will be there. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is some like late night gaming solidarity. We Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I have envy of you people who don't have children that wake you up at half past six in the morning. I know. I know. Well, that's it. You know, we I get that lie in till at least half seven so that does make the difference it does make the difference all right then are you ready for the quiz i have so many questions oh um sure let's do it reigning reigning champ let's see if this this will go downhill now <laughs> so yeah, yeah i'm quaking my boots i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do well mike i'm not gonna do well i'm going to this with a bad mindset well let's find out <laughs> first of all just to recap on the scores it's currently anton two alistair one the way we play the quiz for those that are listening for the first time is i have three popular games in video game history i will give you a description of each game line by line so i'm going to give you one clue and then each time i give you a clue you have an option to have a guess or to not have a guess one guess each time and whoever gets it first wins the point it's the best of three so we're going to start with our first game this game was developed and published by valve corporation Pearl. oh he's got it in one <laughs> don't I mean, oh, what was the you, switch link? Well, yes. the switch, the switch link is unfortunately not that I've just found out that Portal's coming to the switch, but it's that I would love Portal Two to come to the switch. That is <laughs> that is my link because there were some rumors for a while. Uh, we do have Portal the Portal Construction one. What was yeah, that? Bridge Constructor, which I think is quite good, but it's mm. not Portal Two, and I would love Portal Two because yes. it's a great couch co-op game. I was desperate. My brain has just gone completely blank what was the other game that they did that everybody loved right so I will go through the next clues and you'll get to that so first person shooter developed and published by Valve Corporation puzzle platform video game 
Uh, acclaimed as one of the most original games of 2007 despite criticism of its short duration and limited story mm-hmm. a sequel was released in 2011 and had co-op multiplayer mode this is the bit that you're thinking about was released in a bundle package called the Orange Box on the Xbox 360 and PS3 and Windows exactly Half-Life Half-Life thank about. you oh. god it's really annoying leaning um, back to uh, Portal and kind of tying that into another topic yeah. um, Half- Valve has ported all of the kind of their big first party like Half-Life Portal and all that to the NVIDIA Shield tablet, which is uh, really? very interesting because they don't port games mm. often, and especially in recent times. So there's oh, a please. version of those games that run on Nintendo's hardware, and I'm just like, please give it to us. Oh, that, how good would that be? The orange <laughs> box on the go. That would be amazing. I love the orange box. Anyway, so the final clues in that were the player character, Chell, is challenged and taunted by an AI named GLaDOS, which is Genetic Life Form and Disc Operating System. So there we are. So it's 1-0 to Anton. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> game number two. This game was developed and published by Digital Extreme. Or Digital Extremes. Mm, I shall move on. Originally released on Windows in 2013, later ported to PS4, Xbox One and the Switch. Still drawing a blank. Oh, um... Oh, no, don't get out again. <laughs> Warframe? Yes! Ah! <laughs> Mike, oh, I don't so like sorry. this anymore. I <laughs> uh, will specifically find games from the SNES era. era <laughs> or N64, Or fine. the N64. Yeah. Okay, final clues in this one. Free-to-play third-person shooter. I think that would have helped a lot. Many of the game's missions use procedurally generated levels, but newer updates have included large open-world areas similar to other massive multiplayer online games. 38 million players in 2018. That's incredible. Wow. Wow, but it, but it is big. great and it, there's a lot of content in Warframe I've played uh, a fair bit of it really really like it um, I will get back into it as well but uh, one of the best oh, I can't really get much better value but one of the best value games on the Switch mm. not just because of the price point because of the content there's so much content in there and if you like it you will love how much there is to do and as well as that it looks gorgeous for a Switch game oh, like incredible. it doesn't look like some free-to-play games it's like oh they've kind of given it a, like a more like 2d art style or made it cutesy or something no it yeah. looks like a full triple a game yeah, and, just, and just very briefly on amazing looking games one of the games i've been playing a lot of and we will talk about this next week is starlink and i've played a lot of co-op starlink really? and it looks incredible it is so so good on this i Switch. really want to play that at some point i'm coming around here and we're going to play it we're going to play I, I don't want to do it it looks well, cool we'll leave that for next week because i will mention it remind me that i'm going to talk about starlink a little bit because it is really good um final game then come on alistair <laughs> this is a 2d side-scrolling platform game developed and published by yacht club games shovel knight it- <laughs> Can we just start muting his microphone? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll continue on. I'll continue on as if oh. you didn't just get that. Oh, my goodness. Well done. Do you know what the thing Thank is you. I have to stop doing? I have to stop putting the publisher's name in the first line. But I know it's just yeah. Anton knows stuff. And That's I, the thing. I don't. He knows the publishers. That. Yeah. He knows uh, follow, followed a successful Kickstarter campaign, was released on Windows 3DS and Wii U, then later ported to <clears throat> PS4, Xbox One, PS3, Vita, Amazon Fire TV and Switch. Uh, the Treasure Trove version includes two other campaigns, Plague of Shadows and Spectre of Torment. I have to... Sh- Shovel Knight is on my list of must-play games. Haven't done it yet, but um, have you played it, Anton? Yeah, I picked up on the Wii U then later on Switch. Yeah. It's a good game, but it's surprisingly tricky. Kind of yeah, I've heard of yeah, classic eight-bit style, but the Treasure Trove, really good value for money. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting 
like the DLCs, they're full games. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah don't yeah. think of them as DLCs, just think of them as full games, and they're really good. And it's under, 20, it's under 20 quid, isn't it, for the... the yeah, treasure. £18, I believe, uh, for the Treasure Trove, and that's Amazing. four games, I think, you're getting in that box, uh, which I paid originally, like, 25 for the yep. just normal Shovel Knight, so it's a great value. Yeah, well, yeah, well worth great. checking out if you haven't, if you're looking for something to play on the Switch for a good value as well. So uh, that's pretty much it. So that's 3 1 to Anton now on the quiz, I'm yeah, afraid, well, Alistair. Well done, man. He, he rightfully deserved although uh, last week I did feed him two of the answers. You but did. I mean, <laughs> I'm not bitter in the slightest. Well, this week there was no, there was no conversation about it. it yeah, was it was a whitewash. It was an absolute <laughs> whitewash. <laughs> All right, well, that's about it. Uh, just a reminder one more time please leave a review on iTunes. Please check mm-hmm. us on Twitter. It's NSUK podcast on twitter oh. yep Something there was like a glitch that. there um nsutp <laughs> yes that's it that's on the one twitter. so go and check us out on twitter if you look us up you'll find us and we're on there anton and myself are both on there mm-hmm. uh, we'll try and tweet a little bit more as well if we see any other, other stuff happening this week uh, you can get in touch on email email address alistair uh is podcast at nsukp.co.uk and we're on facebook as well yeah facebook to mm-hmm. get us on there we've got a nice wee page on facebook and a website as well which you can yep. link to from any of these places so go and check them all out yeah it's awesome yep. worst case scenario just NS- nsukppodcast.co.uk <laughs> That was the worst You'll case find everything version. on there. <laughs> You'll find us. Google us. Brain Absolutely. just froze halfway through that. I'm like, I can make this through. <laughs> you can do it. There's only a couple <laughs> minutes left to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that is about it for this week. We will uh, we will all speak to you next week with more Switch goodness. In the meantime, keep switching. Happy switching. Have a lovely week. <laughs> He's laughing yeah. at me. <laughs> oh my, that's awful. I love I'm it. I'm just going to say cheerio. Sound keep effects on. Oh, oh, before we go, flying panties. It's been announced for the Switch. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to bring it up. It's been announced for the Switch. Uh, don't worry, it's not as seedy as it sounds. Uh, but if you are Googling to find out more about it, please, 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 when you type in flying panties into Google, put it's, Nintendo uh, Switch. It's called, what is it, yep. pa- Panty and Party or something? Panty Party. Yeah, and keep, keep your uh, safe search on, because uh, even without it, you can shrill into the dark sides of the internet uh, yeah. and put Nintendo Switch in that search. I think term. we need a little bit more explanation. There's a game coming out. It is the characters all appear to be flying pairs Pants. of panties that fight each other. Yes, uh, there's this natural game. Just yeah, be very careful if you're googling. There's it. not much more to it than that. It's not. There's not some weird undertone. It is literally just a pair of pants flying around fighting yeah, other. Yeah, it's pants. funny. Go watch the trailer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. On the, we will, I was going to start a conversation, but we can save it for next week. <laughs> Let's save it for next week. We've, we've, yeah, we've spoken we're too much. Now. That's it. We will be back next week. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye.